from the UNT System Studios inside the Lee Jackson UNT System Building in downtown Dallas. This is Deconstructing Dallas. Greetings, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Trimble, joined today by the muscular Sean Williams. Sean, good day, sir. What's up, man? That was a mouthful. Congratulations hey, on being able it, to. It's not your normal high top the Alameda uh, Studios. That's right. Well, thank you for making me write it down. As we, <laughs> as what, what, what are teammates for? Hey, you know, you're a good man. Good um, looking out. As we would say at Texas A&M, good bull, man. <laughs> so it is really good to be downtown here at the UNT System Building. Like I've got so much history following UNT Dallas that I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have a little bit later. And it, it, it is really a neat place to be. Yeah, absolutely. Just so our listeners know, this is, a, I call it a special episode. Maybe it's just a unique episode. We had the opportunity to come down and, and record today's episode at the UNT System Studios here, and it's a great setup. We really appreciate the folks at UNT System and all their assistance in uh, in setting this up. But we, yeah, are- I mean, I, I, here pretty soon we're going to start, and I, I don't want to give too much away, but we're going to do a Facebook Live on one of our upcoming coming episodes of of our podcast, but. We need to make sure to let everybody know the difference between these wonderful studios that we're in right now and our mobile studio, I'll just call it, which is which looks a whole lot different. That's great. And the Ellen Media Worldwide Headquarters Studios, Sean, <laughs> high atop two Turtle Creek. We may need to um, just do a little bit of housekeeping in the studio if we're going to be doing Facebook. Probably need to vacuum, take yeah. out the trash. So so. Take out the trash for sure if we're going to be doing that. Well, Sean, I am really excited today. We are going to have the, I'll say recently appointed, I won't say new anymore, the recently appointed chancellor of the UNT system. She is Lisa Rowe. Uh, she is such a neat lady, Sean. When, when, she, when it was announced that she was the uh, finalist for the job, you know, I, I was very excited. She is an former astronaut. Well, I guess you're always an astronaut once you're an astronaut, right? We are very fortunate to have someone who spent 33 years at NASA just here in our community, number one. But to be a leader in our community, it's really exciting. Yeah, it's it's a great addition. Strong female leadership. It's a great new direction for the UNT system, both the flagship, UNT Dallas, the law school. UNT Health Health Science Center. The entire system is benefiting from from her leadership. That's right. That's right. So it's really exciting. And uh, And you you mentioned, you know, we are in the the Lee Jackson UNT system building here. And, you know, again, kudos to Judge Lee Jackson for all the work that he did with the UNT system. And, you know, we could rattle off names of folks who have have been instrumental in the success of, of this system and the success of UNT Dallas, which is, you know, again, very important to me. A lot of work by Senator Royce West, by Representative Helen Giddings to get UNT Dallas where it is. But Lee Jackson and the system-wide impact, I think it's very fitting that he have his name on the building. Yeah, absolutely. He he did such great work for, and it really brought this university system to the forefront and, uh, you know, was on the forefront of bringing it up to a tier one research university. A lot of different uh, efforts that he led. He and Margaret are also really great folks. Just glad that they've chosen to honor him by putting his name on the building. Yeah, I mean, with just a flagship university in Denton, we're talking about, you know, 40,000 students, more than 200 degree programs. And 
that's what people generally think of when you hear UNT. But now I think people are understanding more about the system, understanding the difference between the Denton campus and the UNT Dallas campus. As you mentioned, the College of Law, uh, which is kind of catty corner to the building that we're in now, which is is a really neat thing. I I got a chance to sit next to Dean Epps, the new dean for the College of, of Law or the School of Law, and then the Health Science Center in Fort Worth. So I think, you know, you got the UNT, you got the UT system, you got the A&M system. The UNT system is now uh, becoming and has become a leader in education for our state. Yeah. And, and being in, you know, downtown Dallas, having a presence right in the heart of downtown Dallas is really, uh, I think it's important, especially knowing the kind of growth and, you know, the, the expectations for the future of the state of Texas, as far as getting people across graduation stages, it's, <laughs> they're really well positioned. And Sean, if I may, really fun UNT law story for you. I had the opportunity to assist Chairman Branch in getting the Jack Pope legal book collection up here. And he was kind enough, you know, the former chair of the Supreme Texas Supreme Court, excuse me, the former chief justice of the Texas Supreme Court, Jack Pope. And he donated uh, prior to his passing, uh, he donated his entire legal book collection to the UNT School of Law. So it will be on display. And it's a really neat collection. He signed every one of those books. And so it's a really neat piece of Texas Texas history right here in the heart of our uh, our great city. In, in my brain, and it probably did not go down this way, but I, I just see you and your truck going to pick the books up and loading them in your truck and bring them here <laughs> to the system building. It probably did not. They, they trusted me with yard signs okay. and swag, okay. not, not, not law legal, books? Yeah, okay. not historic law books. Okay. Well, I mean, I know for sure if you had been asked, you would have done it for yes, sure. Yes, no, no job too small, Sean. <laughs> well, we are, again, excited about our conversation today with Chancellor Lisa Rowe, and we're excited to chat with her. We will be back right after this break. Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble, Deconstructing Dallas. Be right back. Together we. Like the Tower Green to celebrate victory. Together we. Are building Dallas's emerging urban university. Together we are finding ways to fight Alzheimer's disease. We are the University of North Texas, the UNT Health Science Center, and the University of North Texas at Dallas. Together we are the UNT system. To learn more about the UNT system, visit untsystem.edu. Welcome back, Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams, and we are so excited today, Sean, to be joined by a, a, a recent addition to the Dallas-Fort Worth community. She is Chancellor of the UNT System, new Chancellor of the UNT System, Lisa Rowe. Chancellor, welcome. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. This is exciting. We're I'm glad. not feeling so new anymore. <laughs> i got eight months under my belt. Absolutely. Now, so. Absolutely. That, and these days, that's a long time. <laughs> um, we First off, again, welcome to Dallas. And, you know, Ryan and I were both at the um, chamber, Dallas Regional Chamber speech that you gave, and we got to hear a little bit of your background. Um, but I really wanted you to share with our listeners, and we'll have an opportunity to, to learn more about you. But you talked about being a first-generation student, college student yourself. So can you just tell us a little bit of your background uh, growing up in Florida and uh, and kind of before you kind of started your professional career? 
Yeah, sure. So before I started my professional career, um, I grew up in, in Gainesville, Florida, and uh, I had I talked a bit about you know you know working as long as I could remember in the Dallas Regional Chamber, and and quite frankly, that's true. You know, from pulling corn in my grandfather's field to uh, to babysitting to working at Wendy's, and then to eventually <laughs> getting to get getting to head to the University of Florida and uh, and getting my undergraduate degree, and uh, and uh, and so the bottom line is just the power of uh, of a degree. Uh, makes all the difference in the world, and and I would not have been able to do that without without a university right there in my hometown, so that I could, right. could live at home and do that. So that that's why I'm just you know just so excited to be part of the universe, University of North Texas system. And now we have you know in Southern Dallas our University of North Texas Dallas campus, and and I see it making that kind of difference for the for the students there. So. But but to have so many non traditional students, obviously UNT Dallas, but throughout the system, and their chancellor. Work worked at Wendy's. You know, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> something a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And so you went from Wendy's to the University of Florida to NASA. Right. Tell right. us about how, how did this come about? How did you how did you end up um, you know, starting your career at NASA? Well, see, that's another thing that I just, you know, and if I'm talking to students, that's what I that's what I talk about is I said, get get an internship, get a get a co-op. So I was a I was able to go to our career center and uh, at the University of Florida and they connected me with NASA and I was able to get a co-op position there and work every other semester down at NASA, which is just which just incredibly awesome, but it also helped to pay for my college. And so so that's the kind of thing that really connected me. And, and then, of course, it got built my confidence, let me know, wow, I can do this engineering thing. I'm going to be able to do this. And uh, and it also NASA wanted to hire me after that. So so that's that's something exciting. And that started my career. And you saw are you 33 years, I believe, 33 years at NASA and working all the way up to acting deputy director. Right. I was the acting deputy director, second in command yes. for NASA when I when I uh, left. And so, you know, I, I, I like space. I, you know, I've seen yeah, a, a lot of great good. movies. But I mean, <laughs> what, what are what are some of the things? And, and because it relates to so much around the STEM education that we're talking about, STEM, STEM, STEM. But but you really got to see in action what those numbers, what that science study, how it actuates into actual technology, actual things that, that we take into space. Can you talk about some of the, the things that you saw as, as director and through your time? Well, see, I think that's that's the that's the cool thing is it, I think for for students and for me was really getting to see things in work. That's what that's what made it exciting. That's when things started to click. And uh, and so for for the, the kind of things that we were doing were, are things that, uh, you know, people thought were impossible in the past, right, in NASA. So the missions were, you know, landing on on, on Mars. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we just had so many exciting missions there. It's to incredible. To, and, and, you know, and, and the kind of the connection also with, with uh, our students this fall, our students entering uh, will never have lived a day without humans in space. And so that's that's pretty crazy. So we we are you know a spacefaring na- nation and uh, and we've had an, a large you know football field size house going you know going orbiting around the Earth you know for mm-hmm. uh, for eighteen years and so so pretty exciting st- you know, human tenant for, mm-hmm. for eighteen years and then just just missions that are discovering the origins of our of our universe. This is you know civilization changing science uh, and taking instruments up that can 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 look back to when to galaxies being formed uh, mm-hmm. at the same time that our galaxy we're you know getting that light today for for when when those things happen and that's just that's kind of like 
mind-blowing, you know, so. In a, in a former career, I worked at IBM, so it, it probably had to be the late 90s when one of the rovers landed on Mars, and that was kind of a big deal for us, was watching that and taking the panoramic views and just, you know, here we are 20 years later and all the different things that, that we're seeing in our space program is pretty amazing. It, it is pretty amazing, and if our listeners could only see the Chancellor's eyes light up when she talks about this <laughs> stuff, it's a, yeah, I can tell you're passionate about this, and, and so I can tell you're passionate about learning and passing on this this thirst for knowledge to the next generation. So tell us about what you found and, and tell us about the learners you found throughout the system, the UNT system, and, and what surprised you? What, what is, uh, what's been your favorite part of the, the job so far? Well, I tell you, I, coming, coming on board, one of the things, I mean, I know that was the first week on the job from a, I'd say from a pleasantly surprising thing is the caring on our universities. You could feel it when you walked around. It's mm-hmm. palpable. You know, you can, you can feel how much, and that's each one of our campuses, just how much caring there is there. And then I was just stunned, you know, as I've learned more and more about all that we do. I mean, we have 270 degree programs across our three universities, and we cover all areas that really drive, you know, it's the economic engine for for a community, you know, I mean, just from a range from health sciences all the way to engineering, all the way to mental health, all sure. the way to bilingual education. It just just this wide range, uh, which has just been pretty exciting to to be a part of and to realize the difference that we're making in in the things that we do. So I, I think that's that's been. I mean, I, maybe I knew it, but it's been surprising. And I can tell you, I went through ten graduations this fall. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, this spring. And and uh, and uh, and my uh, my board chair is even said, well, that's above and beyond, Chancellor. <laughs> kind of kind of like you're kind of crazy, but but uh, but I, but in doing that, you know, I'm looking out into that audience. So I was uh, at the Health Science Center and I th- and just looking out to some like some 700 students there graduating that day, doctors and pharmacists and 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 just thinking of all the future lives we're going to touch by that, that graduating class. That's, that's just pretty incredible. This is Deconstructing Dallas, Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble. We are talking to one of our new neighbors, UNT System Chancellor Lisa Rowe. Uh, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about some of the great things going on in UNT System. Also talk about something near and dear to my heart, UNT Dallas. So again, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Sean. You know, this week I finally made it to an appointment I've been putting off. That's right. I visited my dentist. I have to admit I was a couple of months behind on my cleaning and I just knew that I was in for a beatdown. But alas, both my dentist and my hygienist gave me major props on my chops. They said that they could tell I've been brushing and both my teeth and my gums were in great shape. I let them know I had started using Buck Brush, the superior electric toothbrush that delivers the quality of a $150 toothbrush, but for only $35. My dentist said that he also switched to an electric toothbrush, and he's all in just like me. Like I've said before, Buck Brush does not try to rip you off by charging you $15 for every replacement brush head. For only a dollar a month, you will be brushing fresh all year. Buck Brush vibrates strong enough to make a difference in your brushing and the vibrations act as a timer as well. Stop spending hundreds on your electric toothbrush and set yourself up for a great dentist visit just like I had this week. Visit BuckBrushCo.com to get started. That's Buck 
paintbrushco.com. Join the revolution and let's vibe together. Welcome back, Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams, and we are joined today, Sean, by a true visionary leader, a new true visionary leader for North Texas and the UNT system. Although not too new, because eight months. Eight, eight, oh yes, I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're a seasoned veteran now. <laughs> That's right. It is uh, Chancellor Lisa Rowe of uh, the UNT system. Chancellor, we had spoken a little bit about your background, and so I wanted to see if you could tell us a little bit about what's your what's your vision going forward for UNT? Well, I got a chance to talk about that with the uh, Dallas Regional Chamber too, uh, and I and and really my vision's simple, um, but it's not going to be easy. And I yeah, I had to say yeah, right, not rocket science. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's fine. We're going to focus on growth. We're going to focus on enrollment growth because we want to educate the masses in pursuit of a better life for our students and better quality quality of life for our community. And we're going to be focusing on outcomes that are career, which is career career ready students. I mean, that's what it's all about for us. And so, so that's my vision and how to get that vision done is really three key ways. We're going to be focusing on serving our ever diversifying population of students. We have traditional students. We have students that work. We have adult students that are, you know, in jobs and they need to have ongoing continuing education. Um, We're going to focus on innovation and that means innovation both in R&D, but also innovation in new ways of teaching and learning. That's really important important things that we're working on. And the third way is partnerships. We have to have partnerships with high schools. We have partnerships with community colleges, but then also partnerships with the business community and making sure that we're delivering what the business community needs, um, you know, as by way of workforce. Uh, and that's just so critical for us. So that's, that's, uh, that's my vision. And like I said, it's not rocket science, <laughs> but it's, but it's what we're working on. And, you know, I know a big part for um, the UNT flagship campus in Denton, has been research. And, you know, Ryan has worked uh, with our Texas state legislator in the higher ed area. And for many years, they talked about more Texas institutions being tier one research institutions. And UNT has achieved tier one research status. So can you talk about the importance system-wide of research for your university? Oh, absolutely. It's it's very exciting for us. Um, 20, 2016, we, we became a tier one Carnegie research institution, and uh, and we're really proud of that. And uh, and research is fundamental. It's one of my key goals that, that I'm working on across all three of our universities, and it's one of the key things I report on to our board um, every quarter. And, uh, and it's just fundamental because that is where kind of the First of all, it's 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 really your students working on things that are that are so important to you know to our community to uh, the nation you mm-hmm. know and uh, and it's uh, and so it's fundamental that that we have research dollars coming in and we're working on these things and it's part of being really innovative and entrepreneurial as well. Um, I'm proud to say uh, our University of North Texas is number 19 for uh, in the nation for masters in innovation and entrepreneurship and number 17 nationally and business analytics. So those are kind of key areas that are up and coming and, and really important from, from that regard. So so those are the kind of things that we're working on. But we do research in all kinds of different areas. And so uh, so uh, that comes from even, you know, public health and, uh, and but then key from our health science standpoint and our health science center. So, so we're excited about the kind of things that we're doing um, across our universities. And, and, you know, entrepreneurship and 
innovation is big here in DFW and it's something that we not aspire to, but, but we are. But part of that is folks coming from your university who come out ready to start their businesses to make a difference. And so I think it's great for us and our listeners to know that that's a big part of what's driving innovation here in Dallas. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, absolutely. And and so you'd, you'd mentioned the word growth and tell us about where you see the growth happening at you and throughout the system and what are the important growth metrics that you all are looking to capitalize on? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're focused on growing research and development. We're, we're our top programs. We're, we're growing our foundational assets. Those are all kind of fundamental things that we're doing. But we want to be a best place to work as well and and then a more efficient and effective system. So those are all things that we're focusing on. We're growing enrollment and we're growing more graduates, right? So we want to be graduating more students. And uh, and we're doing that and have key growth targets moving forward. So, uh, so we're pretty excited about all that. And I want to brag on you know, some of the folks that we get to work with at our company down at UNT Dallas because they've we've worked with them for, for many years. And for myself, I followed UNT Dallas since it was in the warehouse district down south of I-20 on Hampton. And, you know, to have President Bob Mong there, to have Monica Williams there on the fundraising side, you know, once I came on the company, they were, they were new along with Dr. Gasco. You know, the, the, the Dr. Stewart as the provost. There are so many great folks that are working at UNT Dallas. And I think we see that through the enrollment numbers blasting past 5,000 students. You see, you go down yesterday or two days ago, I was there for the strategic planning session and you see the new student success building going up that's going to add to the campus. And so it's really something not just for UNT and the system to be proud of, but it's something for everybody in Dallas to be proud of. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're growing so far. We've grown 40 percent at our Dallas campus alone in the last two years. Um, and we're well on the way to getting to 5,000 by 2020, which is our target. Overall, we're, we're striving to get close to 48,000 students. We're at uh, 43,000 today by, you know, by, this is by 2020. So we're just... We're we're really working, working, uh, and and we're already over ten thousand graduate. We're put, producing ten thousand graduates annually, which is which is just amazing, right? So we're and we're rapidly working to increase that by thirteen percent by twenty twenty. So we're really we're working hard to to make that happen. You were asking about research and development too, and uh, I was trying to remember. So our targets, I think, about forty percent growth in the next two years in R and D. So that's so we've got some pretty ambitious yeah. goals, and uh, we're on it. So I love it. And, and, and then you'd said that um, you're really focused on getting more people across graduation stages. I know you have one scholarship program that's really exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It's, it's focused on completions, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. It's our Bridging Gap Scholarship. Uh-huh. I just got kind of kicked that off right around the time I talked to the chamber and, and yeah. uh, a few months ago. And uh, and what we're really looking at and, and working with all three of our universities, everybody said, you know, we, ha- we do have scholarships that we have for incoming students. But a lot of times where we forget about our students and we lose a lot of students is in that last year. Uh, and it doesn't take a lot to get them over the goal line, right? It just needs, you know, and, and they'll just, and they're just, they get overwhelmed. Life happens. And, and life happens. They get right. overwhelmed and then they end up leaving just a 
tad early, mm-hmm. um, where if they had finished, they would, you know, it would make a huge difference in their income for the rest of yeah. their life. And so we, what we want to do is bridge that gap and get students um, the funding that they need in that final year and get them over the finish line and get them out there in the working world and produce oh, well, I them. think it's I think it's a great, great idea. I know there I, during my time in the legislature, I've seen some numbers on just how many people are just, you know, on the I two know. yard hours, line. Right. Six, hours. 10, right. 12 hours short. And so, man, if you can just get those folks like you said, across the goal line, it would make a huge difference not only to you know your UNT system, the you know Greater Dallas region, the state of Texas, and beyond. That's exactly right. So that's what we want to do, and 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 just kind of get them that funding, but they're also kind of mentor. You know, we're offering mentorship sure. as part of that, so that way it gives the student somebody to work with and somebody to say, you know, you can do it, right? To give them that confidence. You know, I, I was there. I was I worked through college. Uh, I know I know how hard it can be, and so I want to make yeah. sure that uh, I'm helping those students get over the finish line. That's great, Chancellor. Well, um, if prospective students or other students or people around town wanted to wanted to learn more about you and find you, where, where could they find you? Well, let's see. So for the scholarship, you can find me at UNT system. So that's U-N-T-S-Y-S-T-E-M dot E-D-U slash scholarship. Mm-hmm. But then you can also find me on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter at at Chancellor Rowe. So look for me out there. That's great. Well, we will tweet at you. And I'm also glad that we're here in the summer versus the fall because I'd be having to mediate between you and Ryan with UNT and SMU. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. First game soon. of the that's year. Right. We're ready. We're, we're ready. Go be right green. The, the <laughs> season opener. So maybe a, a off air, we'll have to put up a friendly wager. Oh, I'm, I'm on. I'm ready. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Well, uh, thanks for sure, Chancellor Rowe. And we are going to finish up right after this. This is Sean Williams, Ryan Trimble, Deconstructing Dallas. We'll be right back. Deconstructing Dallas, Ryan Trimble, Sean Williams. Sean, what a neat, neat lady. I'm so glad we had the opportunity to interview Chancellor Lisa Rowe of the UNT system. We had, you know, we had a we we talked about it after her speech at the regional chamber, just how exciting it was and to have someone like that in our area. And I've since seen her. We had a conversation at the Grow South meeting out at Trinity Forest and Every time I see her, I just really get excited about the leadership and experience that she brings to our area. Yeah, I mean, what a dynamic visionary. But you know what really stands out to me about her? What a hard worker she is. I mean, she tells her background story about, you know, picking corn in her grandfather's field and, you know, working her way through college at the University of Florida. I mean, this lady knows how to get work done. And I think she's such a great fit for this system. But the the way that students can relate to that story, like when the, she talks yeah, about absolutely. working at Wendy's, I mean, and being the first one in your family to go to college and you having a place in your town where you can go to college. Not everybody has that, but when you have that, it's something to take advantage of. When she says those words, you know, 
I relate to that. And for stu- for parents who are sending their their kids, or for parents who want to go back to school at any of these schools in the system, it's 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 really exciting. Well, Sean, I will say that I hope that um, Coach Sonny Dykes has the Mustangs working just as hard as Lisa Rowe because I don't want to lose a wager to her on the first game of the season, September one, when my Mustangs uh, head to UNT to take on the Mean Green. Is that Apogee? It's at, at Apogee Stadium in Denton. Yeah, yeah, I've not been to a game there. I've seen it in some visits on some visits that I've had to the campus, but yeah. that might be an opportunity for a deconstructing Dallas road trip. Who knows? Hey, right? count me in, sir. Right? Yeah, count like, me in. Let's tentatively. I'm going to put that down in pencil. It's also my it's wedding pencil. anniversary, well, so I, I may know. Maybe. have to um, buy some. Extra flowers this year. I mean, Sean. If, if anybody could find a way to work an <laughs> SMU Mustangs game into their anniversary weekend, I know it would be you. I'm I am the man for yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure, as I know, Mrs. Trimble is listening to this, shaking her head right now. Absolutely. So, Ryan, we got to make sure that we. You know, find Chancellor Rowe, hopefully at the game if we're there, because uh, it'd be great to to catch a game. Yeah, since she probably won't be letting me into her suite (laughs) at at the game in my, you know, over the top red and blue and my visor looking like a, you know, assistant weight, uh, you know, weight and strength and conditioning coach. Now, you've had a a pretty big week. And uh, before we go, I just wanted to to talk about the mayor's back to school fair here in Dallas. And you were at the kickoff. I had an opportunity to go to the Tarrant County kickoff for the roundup for their back to school effort out there with Walmart, but you had an opportunity here in Dallas to uh, work on the mayor's back-to-school kickoff. Yeah, big thanks to uh, our great client, Walmart. They've done it again. Uh, they're the, I believe this is the 13th year to be the title sponsor of the event in Dallas, and I think they're going on 10 years in Tarrant County. But uh, we had the kickoff event earlier this week, and it was a great event. Mayor Rawlings shared that this is the biggest Back to school fair in the nation. He's talked to some other mayors around the country, his 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 counterparts in cities across America, and he says, you know, this is the biggest back to school fair. So hats off to you, Walmart. You've made it a really, really amazing event. And I believe it. I mean, when you go there on the day of the back to school oh, fair, there are families lined job. up throughout <laughs> throughout Fair Park who are waiting to make sure that they're able to take advantage of not just and I, I know people when you think of that, you think of backpacks full of goods and pencils and pens and paper, which is great, but also the eye exams, the health screenings that are also part of the back to school fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is not just grab a backpack full of, full of stuff, although that is part and of important, it. And, and important. And super important. This is vision screening. This is blood glucose level screening, haircuts. I mean, this is an amazing event, really gets those kiddos ready, feeling ready to go back to school and have a successful start to the school year. So uh, thank you again, Ann Hatfield, John Bizio, Shantae Peliquin with, with Health and Wellness, all the great folks out there. I mean, Glenn Johnson, I could go on and on about all our great Walmart folks here in the DFW area, uh, Sonia Hostetler, all her team. But I'll leave it there, Sean. Just uh, look forward to it. The event is August 3rd, and we're going to get a bunch of kiddos ready for school. And we at Deconstructing Dallas, we've got a new Twitter handle. So if people want to follow us on Deconstruct DAL is our Twitter handle. So you can follow follow us there. You can find me at Sean, S-H-A-W-N-P Williams. And then my counterpart is at Trimble 15 So yeah, so, so check us out on Twitter. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. If you're listening to other platforms like Stitcher or SoundCloud or YouTube, you know, you can like or subscribe on those platforms. Also, 
Deconstructing Dallas is an Allen Media production. We want to send a special thanks to Paul Corliss, to Monica Rana, who has been diligently and patiently patiently going through this with us, right? I mean, this is, she She had to keep him laughing a couple Laughing times. with us, yeah, not laughing, at us. Laughing with us as we put this podcast together, but we really appreciate them and appreciate the UNT system for letting us use their studio here. We want to thank Mary Woodley. We want to thank Jennifer Pascal. This is Deconstructing Dallas. We are excited to come back to you next week. Adios. Adios.